Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Who's got the three? Here's Embiid posting up. He's got Bogdanovich thinking about a three. There it is. Yes! Wow! Realizing the situation, pulls back instead of posting up, pulls that trigger on the three. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the BetQL Audio Network. Terrific game last night as the Sixers take out the Jazz 131-123 in overtime. Thanks for listening via the Radio.com app, 1430 in Denver. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker here on Twitter at BetQL Daily. And let's continue the conversation about the NBA and bring in ESPN NBA front office insider Bobby Marks on Twitter at BobbyMarks42. And Bobby, let's start with that contest. But I want to go to after the game and everything that Donovan Mitchell had to say about the referees. Unfortunately, that has been a storyline this week, uh, including uh, when we had that Suns-Lakers matchup and Devin Booker was tossed, a, a guy that may not be superstar status, but certainly second tier, maybe similar to Mitchell there. Um, do you think the refs have been an issue uh, this past week? Well, I don't know about an issue. I mean, I think they've had a short fuse. Uh, and I think it's a lot different than it was, you know, back in, you know, when I was in the league, you know, five or six years ago, and we had some of these more veteran officials where I, I get the first technical on, on Donovan for maybe, you know, um, you know, demonstrative act. I think for him to get a second and even for Devin Booker, I mean, it really has to go pretty far <laughs> that you're going to throw Donovan Mitchell out in, in overtime or in, in Devin Booker in a, in a, in a two point game here. So, um, I do think we have a younger group of officials here, and I think their fuse is a lot shorter than some of these veterans that have now retired here. But on the other end, you know, Donovan Mitchell went 12 for 34 last night, <laughs> you know, and that Utah team went one for 10 in, in, the, in the overtime. So some of the, the undoing was, you know, self-inflicted in, in, here. So I, I don't – and I saw the comments by Rudy Gobert as far as, you know, because they're a smaller market team that the officials don't give them or you know don't give them the, the benefit of the doubt I think a lot of that was just the frustration of a team that had a, a lead through most of the game and 
you get an, uh, an MB three to tie it up and, and you kind of fold in, in overtime there. So, Bobby, do you know what day they plan on having the parade in Philadelphia after we win the NBA Finals, or is that still to be determined? Well, I think there's probably people in Brooklyn that have would have something to say about that, and maybe even <laughs> Milwaukee if uh, if they can figure it out there. And who knows, maybe Boston or Miami or Toronto. But yeah, I I mean I do like the Sixers team though. I mean if Embiid is you know if if Embiid is dominant like he's been and you know you've got Simmons playing at a, at a high level and Tobias Harris has kind of been that that third wheel here that's that's going to be a tough tough out but man I like what Brooklyn is right now I like where my former team is and I and that's not even with KD on that on that roster I mean just when you've got three guys that can kind of take over at, at the end of the games here but yeah Philly Philly has uh, probably done a lot better than what we maybe thought. I think the Doc Rivers' impact has helped a lot. And as I said, like you've got Embiid playing. Embiid's in shape, taking less threes, getting to the free throw line a lot more. Um, you've got him playing like that. Um, there'll be a tough out in the East. So just to piggyback off of that, what do you think of their uh, title odds right now? And also – what do you think is holding them back, Bobby, if anything? Is it just that there's so much talent with the Nets, or is there something specific that the Sixers, in your mind, aren't good enough at yet? Yeah, I think if they can get another, uh, you know, a kind of a, a ball handler to play with, um, you know, with Simmons here, um, I, you know, Danny Green has really struggled shooting the ball. I mean, you know, if you're relying on Seth Curry to be your, your fourth guy, I mean, Seth can kind of go cold and hot here. Um, I think certainly the name to, I guess certainly to keep an eye on and where Toronto goes is will be what happens with Kyle Lowry um, in, in, in Toronto here. Can they get a, can they get another guy, another all-star type player, defensive minded um, like, like him? I'm, I'm fine with the bench with, uh, you know, Shake Milton and, and Dwight Howard and, and, and guys like that. Um, you know, I think when we get to the playoffs, it's only going to be eight or nine, you know, eight or nine deep here. So um, yeah, I think if you can get another, you know, kind of a primary ball handler to play with Ben. I think that could be it. But yeah, I mean, the talent level, the talent level in Brooklyn is ridiculous as far as, and, and Durant hasn't even played. And then they've, they find they've, they've done a great job kind of the, the trimming around the edges with, you know, Bruce Brown, who was kind of a castaway with the Nets is like their utility guy. It's playing at a high level. I mean, Joe Harris is shooting 50% from, from three. Um, they've done a really nice job so far with uh, some of the role players. And, you know, we still have the trade deadline and the buyout market um, for them to potentially add to that roster. Those other teams at the top, we we're just talking about the Sixers there and what you would do with Philadelphia, what you would like to see them bring in. Well, what about Milwaukee and uh, also Brooklyn? Uh, what what would you add? At Milwaukee, man, they're just so confounding. They'll lose five in a row, then they'll win five in a row, then Jokic on a back-to-back on the road takes them out. Uh, it's been a crazy season for Bucks fans. Yeah, I mean, they need to get Drew Holiday kind of back in, in the fold here, and he was out um, about 10 days with, with COVID, and, you know, he's coming off the bench. He's only playing about 15 to 17 minutes. I mean, if, they, if Drew can kind of get back to – the Drew Holiday we saw earlier in the year and the Drew Holiday in, in New Orleans, I, I certainly like their chances. I don't know if I'm going to get too wrapped up in their in the regular season with Milwaukee just because what they've, you know, they've been a great regular season in the, in the past. And then when we've gotten to the, to the playoffs a little bit, they've, they've folded. So um, I probably wouldn't get caught up quite yet, but I do think they need, they need Holiday to kind of come back to, you know, kind of like an all-star form. They're going to be restricted at the trade deadline just because they've, 
they've traded so many of their, their picks out to get Holiday. They're they're facing with this hard cap, so they they really can't add salary um, to the roster. Probably another team to to keep an eye out in the buyout market. And I think with Brooklyn, as far as you know, the Spencer Dinwiddie contract is going to be interesting because he's injured, um, but he's technically on an expiring contract. Can they flip that for for something? I think. What guys get bought out of their contract? I think guys like Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, potentially those are probably two names to to keep an eye on for 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 the Nets there. But yeah, I mean it's it's kind of just singles when we come to kind of adding talent with them. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So, Bobby, I want to hit that home a little bit more because we were talking about your Nets and the Sixers. MVP, um, how, how would you rank it right now, Embiid, LeBron and even can a guy like Harden become a contender? Yeah, I think I think we should probably put Harden in the contender spot, especially if the Nets are going to stay in that in that one two range in the in the Eastern Conference here. I'm I'm still with LeBron. I know that team has struggled a lot. I give and I and this is probably not the way to look at the voting process. I give him a lot of credit and a lot of um, you know um, you know votes for. And I know he didn't play against Sacramento last night, but to be able to turn it around and you play in, into mid-October and basically you have missed only one game and you are still playing at such a high level, that means a lot to me. I don't have a vote, so I mean it's just my my opinion here. But from right now, I would have LeBron at one, I'd have Embiid at two, I'd have Harden at three, and I'd probably have Jokic at at four, but I don't think there's a clear cut favorite because, you know, if the Lakers continue to stumble and we don't see AD for a little while and Brooklyn and Philly continue to play at a high level, I think those two guys could probably leapfrog them. All right. So then here, here's my question off of that, Bobby, because I've been thinking about this this week. 
it feels like LeBron is really chasing the MVP award. Like that's important to him. But now the team's not playing as well. And at times he looks like he's a little worn down, run down, especially with no Anthony Davis. Do you think LeBron is sort of chasing the wrong thing right now? If I was LeBron, I, and I know he's been out front saying this as far as he knows his body better than anyone and the minutes don't mean anything, I would be more concerned about where my body is in May um, with a fresh tank of gas and less about trying to win an MVP award. I think that, you know, I know for his, you know, I don't think there's much more for the legend of LeBron James to do, you know, besides winning more championships. I, I think the MVP award means really nothing compared to trying to get this team back to an NBA Finals and winning an NBA championship. Uh, with Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider here on BetQL Daily. Okay, we have the first half about to wrap up before we get to the All-Star weekend here. Uh, how about some surprises for the first half of the season in a, a positive and negative sense? Yeah, I mean, I think New York, certainly before they you know, they got blown out by San Antonio the other night. I mean, I like what Tibbs has been able to do. I mean, they're they're right at 500. They're in that that. Four. I mean, they can go anywhere from four to, to be in a, a play-in tournament. I think they're a playoff team. You know, certainly defensively, they're one of the better teams. You know, Randall's played at a you know all-star level. They've got good minutes from um, you know R.J. Barrett. Uh, I think you know, uh, staying in the East. You know, certainly Boston's a little bit a little bit disappointing. I know they've won I think three in a row, but they've been up and down. I thought Toronto was about to turn around, to turn the corner, but then COVID hit them. Um, Miami needs Jimmy Butler on the court for them to kind of sustain getting potentially back to an Eastern uh, Eastern Conference Finals, and I think Atlanta has been you know disappointing and, and more of just kind of you know they've had so many injuries and they've spent you know 160 million in free agency here um, you know and they're kind of outside of the, this playing tournament here. So those are probably some of the teams in in the Eastern Conference, and I think. You know, Denver is interesting. People are labeling them as a disappointment, but I, I we forget that, you know, they were down 3-1 against Utah in the first round. They were down 3-1 against the Clippers in the second round here, and they get to an, an NBA final, an Eastern Conference, a Western Conference final, and we think that's going to be the same again here, and uh, it's a grind for them here. So um, I guess a little bit of a disappointment for, for, for the Nuggets here, but, um, but you know, we still got a lot of games to play. I mean, you've got teams like San Antonio that's got to play 40-plus games in a you know, basically like a three-month period of time. So um, still a lot of games to play and, and things to kind of figure itself out. Bobby, uh, are the Suns legit? I mean, I, I feel like we, nobody yeah. ever talks about the Suns. It's funny, you know, like we've all talked about, you know, the Lakers and the Jazz and the Clippers, and you look in the standing and who's sitting at number two? <laughs> the Phoenix Suns. Yep. I mean, they are, they've got, they're legit because, uh, and I was in New Jersey when we had Jason Kidd for that stretch. They've got Jason Kidd and Chris Paul. I mean, a guy who can kind of put a guy, a team on their shoulders. I, I said it to the, the, to the people close to that organization that I label him almost like when Peyton Manning went to Denver kind of towards the tail end of his career where, I think I think Chris can can take this team to a Western Conference Finals. We'll see about an NBA Finals. But you've got you know with Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton's played well lately. They're playing more through him. They've got a pretty good bench. You know Bridges and, and Johnson, their two former picks, have played really well. So yeah, and they have not gone on one of these losing streaks. You know I think maybe the most they've lost is two games in a row. So I think we probably start have to start taking them um, seriously, just like we do at Utah and in both those LA teams. 
Uh, with Bobby Marks here, BetQL Daily, a couple more minutes. Uh, I, Bobby, last night I'm watching Bulls Pelicans, and it's been amazing what Lonzo Ball has done in the last month of the se- season, even though a lot of people that like to talk about potential trades, they always throw Lonzo Ball out there. But we've seen him make this turnaround, and <laughs> it's intriguing that in the fourth quarter, Stan Van Gundy, they're making the run. That he did not have him out there on the court. Uh, if you're <laughs> If you're running the Pelicans, what are you doing with Lonzo Ball here at the deadline? Yeah, I want well, I want him on my roster. I'm not, yeah. uh, you know, and unless I'm going to get something, you know, really appealing in return, he's a restricted free agent. He's in the last year of your con- his contract. You have, you know, you basically control as far as what you do with him in the off season. He'll be on your roster in the future, probably less than Eric Bledsoe will be. <laughs> so I want I want Lonzo on my on my roster. I think. Phoenix is interesting because they're just on the outside of this play-in and they've got a lot of pieces, J.J. Redick, Eric Bledsoe, guys like that, that are desirable to other teams. And will they become a, a seller at the at the deadline? Um, will they wave the white white flag even with Zion and Brandon, Brandon Ingram playing at a, at a pretty high level? But, yeah, that's kind of – that was confusing for me as far as why he was not on the court kind of at the end of this end of that game. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that one much at all. Did not understand it. Bobby Marks at Bobby Marks 42 ESPN NBA front office insider. Bobby, always appreciate the time. We'll talk again soon, okay? Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Good stuff there from Bobby Marks. Pushing back on your Sixers love. His, well, his no, former I, team. Look, <laughs> I, I, I knew it. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Yeah. Am I nobody? Is there anybody out there, Joe, saying they think it'll be the Sixers and not the Nets? Everybody's saying they think it's going to be the Nets. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Sixers that that would be a great Eastern Conference Finals, even though we know that the East isn't as strong as the West, certainly not as deep when we're talking about the Knicks being a four or five seed. But man, that that would make for a great final four. It's gonna be strong either way. I wanna see if the Bucks can turn it around too. They got some work to do. They have been so streaky, but yeah, Drew Holiday is finally back. Good point uh, out of Bobby Marks there. We're going to talk some NFL props and potential quarterback movement next. It's Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.